to another episode of Fat, Sexy, and Single Sisters Over 50. Well, we have a special treat. We will be featuring a new co-host, but I'll get to that in just a second. Um, Cece is still with us in life, but she is not with us on the pod. (laughs) So unfortunately, my sister, Cece, from the same mister, is um, she may make some cameo appearances, but we've got a special treat because we've got a new co-host. She's exciting. She's got a lot she can bring to the table. Um, Lots of interesting stories, even as of recent. So it's should be a lot of fun. Um, we'll be introducing her in just a moment. Kate is our co-host and she is joining us. So it will be Kate L and our new co-host, Danny. Welcome to SAS Over 50. Yay. Yay. Woo! We're so excited to have you. So excited to be here. Yep. Oh, I'm so glad that you came across our podcast. You actually were looking for a podcast just to listen to, right? Absolutely. And I was specifically looking for dating advice for people my age. Um, So coming across you guys was, I was like, wow, this really exists. And I think I got through all of them in two sittings. Oh, wow. So I drive back and forth to Florida. So I have a lot of time in the car and it was like I was binging on fast. (laughs) Oh, yay. Okay. Hey, everybody needs some sass binge. Right. Yeah. So that is so cool. Okay, good. Well, Thank you for finding us. It's exciting that you wanted to be a part of it. I will say that some of the changes that have occurred are because of geography. So I, L have moved. Kate has moved. And really, Danny, you've just moved, haven't you? Yeah. This, yes. This so that's wild. And in 2021, I don't know how many of our listeners have moved. The inventory has been very weak. So it's it was a chore just to move and buy a house or to go into an apartment just temporarily and that type of thing. But Elle and Kate, we have um, both got our new places. Mine is so much work that that's all I ever do. And so that's why I was kind of pulling back a little bit, but I knew we would probably resume. We just needed to make sure we got some things kind of squared away in our personal lives. Without further ado, Danny, welcome to the show again. And I just want to get a little bit of background. I'm going to hand it over and just pull a narrative. (laughs) Go for it. Well, like I said, I'm so excited to be a part of this. And I I just, I re-listened to the last, the January episode just before I came on and always just, it's, you guys are, you guys are a blast. And I, I still learned from listening to you guys on that particular episode. I'm like, these women have so much advice. And I was thinking about some of that on my own of wonder how I would have answered that question. So I'm, I'm very intrigued about being here and just participating and all of that. Anyway, so I'm 54. I just turned 54 and I've been married three times. Um, Break that I, down I, a little bit. When were you first so married? Were you my young? First, my, yes. It married my high school sweetheart. Okay. And it's kind of one of those things of, I want to get out. I need to get out of my house. I can't be in the house with my mom anymore. It's time for me to go. Of course, I was a whopping 19. So, man, (laughs) you know, you know, that's kids now don't ever leave, I feel like, but. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys, I was, so we had a big wedding and I was walking out of the church with him, like literally walking down the aisle out of the church going, I can always get a divorce. This. Oh no, you were already saying that on your wedding day. No, I just, I wanted the wedding and I wanted out. And that was my way out. And I, 
Uh, I didn't. No. Anyway, so. How long did that last? We were married maybe three years. Um, we had my oldest daughter. We had her about a year and a half in. And I just, I couldn't deal with him. I couldn't deal with him. He was. So wait, how many kids did you have with him? Just, just one. Okay. Um. So I was divorced probably around 24. And then I met my next husband. <laughs> <laughs> 24 and a they half. tell me I'm a, ter- I'm a terrible, I'm like, a, that's like the worst job I've ever had was marrying because I'm not very successful at it. But I met him at a place that I worked and we dated for six months, got engaged and we're married six months later. So I was 27 when I got married the second time. I was in love, love, love with him. We had two kids, but I, his family did not like me. Uh, They didn't like me before we got married, which it didn't become better after we got married. And it just became a miserable place to be. What did they not like? If you don't mind me asking, is there anything specific? Well, I, they thought that, so he was a mama's boy. He was a mama pleaser and uh, they wanted a princess for him. And I am not a college graduate and I'm, I was a divorcee with a kid. So I was far, far, far from who they thought their son needed to be with. So So how long did that one last? So we were married for 13 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. That's pretty successful. Yeah, that is successful. And now (laughs) it is longer than mine. (laughs) Yeah. It it was successful and it's probably my biggest regret. Oh, why? You mean divorcing? Yeah. Divorcing him. Oh, really? Now my kids will say maybe a little different, just in it. Some of that is because I'm a different person now, but still in the moment and given the next marriage, that was my biggest regret. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Comparatively. Yeah. So comparatively speaking, something like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. So he was a good guy. Did you fall out of love? Would you no. say? Okay. No. It was other circumstances. Okay. It, I just think life was so hard. Like, I guess what I feed off of is people being happy with me. Like that's my thing. Okay. So it makes me good at my job. All those things is I want, I need to make mm-hmm. people happy okay. and I couldn't win. So it was almost as if they suffocated me out. Like, Oh, Oh, oh wow. That's not good. So you're talking about his family suffocated you out? His parents. Yes. Uh, they they sent me a birthday card one year that said, give yourself a gift and let us enjoy our son or something. I mean, <gasps> I got stuff like that. Wow. Of the stuff that they would send and the letters they would write. We went to wow. family therapy. I mean, it was, it was okay. It was bad. So I need to ask you a couple of questions because it kind of actually, goes into somebody might be dating somebody like this now. Okay. I mean, it's not unheard Mm -hmm. of and at at our ages or in our ages. So I must ask you, how was, what was his response? Did he get your back? I mean, obviously you stayed with him for 13, not at all. And that's Uh, probably the biggest breaker. Yeah. Yeah. And the the red flags were all over the place. Right. And I'll never forget. I mean, my dad said, you don't have to marry this man. Mm -hmm. And this was all things that had, of course, before the wedding, just the, the, the strong stances that they took for, like they didn't, they wouldn't invite my dad to the rehearsal dinner because 
of a situation that they're just, yeah. So he could come, but he couldn't bring his girlfriend because he wasn't divorced yet. I mean, we were old there. I mean, yeah, their son was 30 and I was, it's not like there was just so many things, but he did not have my back. And that was crushing. A red flag. Yeah. And it it was a red flag that I should have really listened to because I guess I thought at some point he would start to realize how bad this was. And he does now. Mm -hmm. He knows, but it took our, it took us being divorced and him really getting, Interesting. I, I, I don't know. Do you know, still stay in touch it. with him? Well, I do because we still have, you know, our daughter Children. is a senior. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and, and we were great at co-parenting as divorced people. Good. We, the divorce wasn't terrible. It was fair. And, and he I wasn't trying to be ugly. No. Okay, good. Uh, he, I mean, he did for a little bit and he came distant, but. Okay. How were the kids? How did the kids take your divorce? Um, so we did family counseling and I, so I started creating a business uh, with the next husband while we were married. I'd worked with him, this guy for years. You didn't know he was. And I was really busy. So I worked okay. all the time. Okay. So the kids actually found when we separated and lived in different places that they got more time with me because I had to make the time. Okay. 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 That's good. Okay. So they, they were, they were great. So that then when I got remarried the third time, we had six kids between us. He had three and I had three. Oh, wow. And our boys were, we had four, he had three boys. And then my middle child is a boy. And so our three, our four boys were two years apart. It was like, we had two sets of twins because he did have a set of twins. And then his, his, son and my son are the same age. So it was tumultuous at best with these kids and different parenting oh. styles. And oh. Oh, no. um, so we, we dated for two years. We sold our business okay. and our lives changed forever when we sold our business in a good um, way or a bad way. Well, financially, okay. It was dramatically different. Okay. So we bought a house, a very huge house and with a huge mortgage (laughs) just for that period of time. Mm -hmm. I feel like I lost, it was almost like I lost my, I don't want to say lost myself, but it was almost like I, I, I lost sight of my values Mm -hmm. and I allowed him to sort of lead the way and control. Mm -hmm. Um, I was talking to somebody earlier about working with my spouse. Cause we worked, we went to work every day. Mm-hmm. He drove me to work. We went to lunch. We did. I mean, we were never apart to the point that people asked me if I drove a car, he drove <laughs> me everywhere. Oh, and really? Everywhere. <laughs> wow. So, um, that That's- we were, we were together. We were married for five years and did you have, he, can I interject a question again? Mm-hmm. Were there trust issues? Is that what you're telling me or no? Okay. I just, I I was trying to, and a lot of people thought that it really is. He just, I think he need, it was the comfort of me being there. And then I got used to him being there and I didn't like, we literally, we had counseling over my fear of saying, I just want to run to target by myself. Like, how do I get out of here without hurting your feeling? Wow. That's scary. He was the people that we would hang out with. If we had a girl's night, him and one of the other girl's husbands would always meet us at the end. So it was never really a girl. I mean, it was a girl's night okay. for a few hours and then they would come in Ugh. and you have to I'm have, sorry. you know, your own life, 
you know, oh gosh, even when you're yes. married, you know, a little yeah. bit of space is, is a good thing. So absolutely. And, yeah. you know, I'm an only child. And so I'm used to being alone. And I've, I've learned so much in the time that I've been divorced about being single, being able to be okay alone, right. even though I'm very yeah. independent when, when, so he cheated on me and was gone in like 30 days. My life was over. In wow. Fuck him. It was... Excuse me, but are you serious? Yeah. Oh, <gasps> wow. So had it been a long-term thing going on and no. you found out it just no. happened? Because I'm, I knew You're going to have to give us a little dirt. Husband. Stop it. Oh, she was married and she was married. Yes. Oh, we met them. Good. She's younger, <sighs> two young girls. Um, we met them on my birthday. We had a party. We had a houseboat down at the lake and we had a part. Um, I mean, there must've been 50 people and that randomly we met them Wow! and uh. had known them for, I guess a month or so in when, from the time that I actually picked up on the fact that he was, it had been maybe six weeks and he had gone in the house to, to do a work call. And I was, I was still sitting in our car and the phone rang Well, his cell phone was still Bluetooth to the car in the car. Oh, oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. So you got to hear it. Well, and he was on his, he didn't answer his cell phone. The right. car answered right. and she was saying, hello, hello. Well, I'm thinking somebody's called the wrong number for this work call. Right. And then right. it went from baby. It went from hello, hello to baby. Oh, and I no. was like, what oh. the fuck? Yeah. 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 What's happening? <gasps> Wow. Oh my wow. word. Oh so my word. I listened long enough to figure out who it was. Mm. And then I lost, I just lost it. Oh. I lost it. And D- did we talk to you before? <laughs> I feel like we talked to somebody else who was in a similar situation. I, I don't remember which episode, but I remember somebody else telling me something similar to that, but go on. I'm sorry. Well, so crap. Mm. he, he owned up to it and said, you're right. The conversations are getting sideways. I need to make sure you're on the phone call with us if we're going to talk. She was going to help us do something business related. And I fell for that. I sh- I, but anyway, yeah. a week and a half in, we were at the lake. He pulled some bullshit that I ended up figuring out. And like we got back home, I moved to a different room in the house. And I just, I I, I could not keep it together. I was totally freaked out. And, and he went and moved in with his brother. I mean, it, it was there was, there was just no time. And then I, I had to eventually file for divorce because I was like, you know, this isn't normal. You can't be married and have a girlfriend. Like, right. It doesn't work this way. Right. Right. And he was like, well, I'm not ready to choose. <laughs> well, that's pretty well, bad. I'm gonna choose. You don't yeah, get that I'm choice. For you. Yeah. 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 Holy I mean, it, crap. Yeah. So, um, the next thing I knew I was, um, I was looking at our Amex, um, file for, I guess it was the current month and there were airplane tickets because he was going to London working on a project that we were doing and she had a, a, an airplane ticket on our Amex. Oh, Oh, that's disgusting. How could he do that? Yep. And, and plus that's two marriages ruined, but you know what? That's also a blessing in disguise. So this idiot. I hope he gets, and he will, if he hasn't yet, he'll get those just desserts. So in other words, somebody's going to cheat on him, right? It'll happen. Yeah. I have no doubt it's going to happen. Okay. Some kind of karma needs to come back around. Yeah. Karma always does. Always does. True. Well, and you know what? There's a judgment day too. 
you know, and that's in a higher power. That's the big one. So if they don't get justice on earth, you know, or penal penalized on earth, then it'll happen later. So that's the way I look at it. Well, so so now where are you? It broke me. Like, and that was how long ago we've been divorced since 2017. Okay. So four years. Yeah. Almost five. Okay. And And I have been on quite the journey. Yeah. Were you depressed or angry or did you go through everything? I, I, I mean, I, when I say broke me, it broke me mentally. Wow. I ended up, I became anorexic and I ended up in treatment for eight weeks. No. Oh no. Um, I, you never had that, an eating disorder before then? (gasps) Oh, no way. So it was just that you wouldn't eat because you were depressed or what? Tell me just a brief thing because we don't want to go too sideways there, but I'm curious. explain about anorexia that I think a lot of people misunderstand about it. And it's, it's, it's easy to misunderstand it because so many young girls have it and people think it's about image, but I started recognizing that I was pushing away my plate before I was really full. Interesting. And so my brain was in such a turmoil that I could place all of my energy on the food that I ate or didn't eat and got joy from the number on the scale. So all that pain could sit over here in a place that I didn't have to pay attention to it because that eating disorder fed me with joy every day. Okay. Okay. You, you got that control, but reward. A reward. The reward basically. was there yeah. from the control yeah. I could put in that food and that scale was the, wow. the winner every day. Winner. Yep. And so did you put yourself into treatment? Mm-hmm. Wow. And I so mean, my, my oldest daughter and I, I mean, people were trying to get me to do it. And I was like, no, no, no. I don't think I'm really unhealthy. Well, I really, I was five. I'm I'm five, eight. And I was down to 118 pounds. Wow. I was, oh. I was oh. scary. Oh. I was scary. Oh, wow. wow. Oh my gosh. That's- I mean, the bones that showed it, yeah. it was, and you know, I, I've always been a heavy person and I don't mean that in a bad way, but like I got down to 150 while I was married to the third husband and maintained, that was the lowest I'd ever been in my life. Wow. And it maintained that for two years. So mm-hmm. now I stay between 130 and 135 and I'm still super, super focused on food, okay. but I like, I'll know if it's, if I, if it's creeping back in, but I have to have, there's gotta be some, some trouble going on. And actually in my, so I dated one guy, I dated him twice and he was so bad for me. Oh, so so? bad for me. The first time we dated. So he was, he was, he was kind of a replica of my dad. Okay. Um, (laughs) which is probably why that's not unusual. Yeah. Yeah. So very judgmental. Uh-huh. Um, the first time we dated, he was very into me, but that's when I was broken. I was very okay. broken yeah. the first time around. And that's what he liked. He liked, he liked the, the broken. Oh, yes. oh, I was married to a fixer. I know what you're talking about. So yes. we broke up, which that was, that was a hard time. There was probably about a year that went in between and we got back together. It was completely different because I wasn't broken anymore. Right. And he, I guess there wasn't, there was no excitement. I wasn't feeding him with this. I look what I'm doing. I'm fixing her. She's broken. Right. Pitiful, pitiful. No, he didn't. He didn't get his award. He won the award and the reward. There was no sex. There was no. And I kept trying. I'm like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Because it's always it's got to be me, not them. 
Yeah. That's when I started to really know that I was getting better and starting to form some boundaries because I started to think, okay, I'm just as miserable with this man as I probably would be without him. Right. So what am I doing here? Yeah. Yeah. What's the gain of keeping him? Right. Exactly. Right. So I finally, but it, and it actually took, so we, we separated, stopped seeing each other in like September of last year, last year. How long together were you this second? Second time around. The first time around was how long? And then there was a gap of how long? And probably then like around. nine months. And then we had Got about it. a year, but we always stayed in touch. Okay. Friendly. And then Okay. Got back together probably another, well, the second time was probably about a year. Okay. Um, and then he would stay in touch. And I knew that was the wrong thing for me to do. And I would try to disconnect. And then he would say, let me take you to lunch. And I would go hoping that things would change. Right. But I finally in March, mm-hmm. no, no, no. This would have been over the summer. In the summer, I sent him a text and I said, because we would see each other out. Mm-hmm. We have the same circle of friends. Right. He would walk up and kiss me oh, like and say, hey. Lovingly kiss. Like just the, you know, hug on the cheek or whatever. Okay. But it was his way of, he wanted everybody to see that we were that still you were friends connected. and things were still good. Uh, Got it. In control. 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 Yes. Yep. Yep. So I finally, I sent him a text and said, we are not friends. I am not your friend. I do not want you to address me in public. I don't want you to call me. I am not going to go to lunch with you. We are done. I need you out of my life. And I blocked him and I haven't gone back. Good Good for you. you. Yeah. So he's toxic. Yes. And you needed to take care of that. He showed people that text because my friends. Oh my gosh. He showed them saying, she's crazy. I don't know what's going on. Look at all this stuff she sent me. Prior. And then all of a sudden yeah. she doesn't want, she's saying no. we're not friends. That's okay. So, Did your um, friends judge you? Is that what you're no, trying no, to say? No, they've, Good. they were, they've tried Good. forever. To- they liked us together because we all hang out together, but right. at the same time knew he was terrible for me, but learning to set those boundaries and getting back in touch with my own values and my, which is kind of what, you know, gives us our self-worth and all yeah. of those things. Yep. Like, when I finally realized that I needed to do that to become whole again, I mean, that was a hard job. It's like, a, I, it's like a cleanse, yeah, right? It is. Like you had to get that out of your system fully. Well, and somebody had to ask me the, I mean, that was something that we focused on in treatment and I, which that was still very, very much at the beginning of, of when I was going through the, the divorce, but I'll just, I'll never forget the exercise of picking out the values that were important to me. You know, it started out with a pile of 200 words uh-huh. and, and thinking, oh my gosh, where did my values go? Like, right. yeah, where did the things that are important to me go? Right, because right. my, the last several years had just been about what I can do to meet what's important to everybody else. Right. Wow. Okay. You forgot about yourself. Yeah. So now that you've remembered, okay, I'm important. I need to make myself important. Family is important. Um, Honesty and loyalty. And these things are all what make Danny okay. And exactly. I've I've asked people, it's funny because I thought, well, I can't be the only person who forgot about values. Right. Like, so I've asked people, like, have you thought about your values lately? Like, what are your values? And it's, it's interesting as we move through life and kids happen and jobs right. happen and relationships. Yeah. How many people have gone, gosh, I haven't thought about that in a while. Cause right. your values change. Yes. As life changes. Yes. yes. Yep. Um, I so agree. And, and so, yeah, we can yeah. do a whole spinoff on that and, and it'll be encompassed. I, I would like to know, are your parents still around? So my mom died 
um, let's see, it's probably been seven years ago. She, um, died of alcoholism. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. Um, and my dad is alive. He is married for the, I don't know, third or fourth time. I can't remember. But your mom Um, was his first marriage and he's been married that many times in the last seven years. No, 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 no. They got they had a terrible, terrible, terrible marriage. They Got were it. finally divorced when I was 16 or 17, I think. Okay. Um, and then, so he was a cheater. Mm. My whole, whole entire childhood was chasing him around. My mother would get uh. me and we'd have to go find him wherever he was. Um, uh, sorry. So I'm sorry. Married, you had to go through that. Well, I, and I, I think that's probably why I became so broken when the, the other one cheated on you. Apart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, and, that, and the important one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. And so my, my dad is married to a woman who's two years older than me and has kids oh. that are my kids age. Oh, neat. Wow. wow. The, the woman that he married, the second wife, he married the woman that he had a child with while he was married to my mom. Oh, yikes. Wow. So He's I got his own show with my dad. <laughs> Well, wow. I just, it's, it hurts. It, it just hurts too much. Like of I course. still feel like I'm not the chosen one. Right. I'm still not chosen. Right. Cause he's got this family that is always more important, more important. For and sure. I just can't, like, I don't expect that to not happen because he does have this other family, but mm-hmm. it hurts every time I'm not the important one. He, he yeah. came and he showed up for treatment and he wanted to be, I mean, he's tried, but he's not going to change and I can't do it. Like I can't no, do it. No, I still am in therapy. Be I I do um, what's called EMDR I've to heard of that. Mm-hmm. Um, help desensitize the emotions that I have tied to all of the things. And because will you tell of- our listeners what EMDR is? Because you can explain it better. Since you've been- um, so the it's a very long word. I can't really remember what the letters stand for, but, but they can Google it. It is. Um, so you come up with a, a, a strong memory that holds, a, that's tied to a negative feeling about yourself. And um, there's a couple of ways. Some, some doctors will do it where you it's rap, called it's related to rapid eye movement and you'll follow fingers while you walk yourself through these emotions and and memories and then but the one the doctor that I have um they are these vibrating paddles and there's something about the the way that your mind processes these vibrating alternating paddles into the depths of your memory and it, it's it has been so healing like I, I dread the days because on those days, it's a really hard day. Like it's an exhausting day because I will be in tears in 30 seconds. But the good thing is, and the way that you kind of know that you're healing is I come out of those tears much faster now. So, or, I mean, that's how I know it works, but it is, a, it's, it's basically used to heal trauma. So they use it a lot of times for people with PTSD and it's great. So I still... I go back and forth between being healed with my dad trauma and being healed with this divorce trauma because I I sort of describe it as you know how you're a little girl and you've got a dollhouse and you've got all the little people in the dollhouse and sometimes you move those people around. Well, I feel like I got yanked out of my house and another person was put in my place and my life was just stolen. And I am really mad about it. Like I'm mad about it. How did you just... how dare you just take my life away? Like I didn't have a choice in it. So, but I'm less angry. I, I'm, I don't, I don't want to be angry. Okay. How long have you been doing that therapy? Well, I started doing it 
like since 2017, because wow. I, I started it, then went to treatment. And then when I came back, picked it back up. You mean the anorexia treatment? Is mm-hmm. that what you, okay. And that was for about two months, right? Yeah. So that was life-saving yeah. mentally and physically. Sure. Is there, would you be okay? And you don't have to, but would you be okay saying a place that you went that you felt that you would recommend in case somebody else here is listening oh. and they're dealing with it? Yes. Um, it's in Cincinnati. Um, okay. let me, I, I got to pull up the name real quick. No, that's awesome. Because I just feel like, look, people are tuning into this and they can relate. I guarantee somebody's listening who can relate. I can even relate to some level, not on the, but my, my former stepdaughter who I refer to as a, a daughter, really, um, my second, um, she also had an eating disorder. So we all can relate to certain, it's like when somebody says, about cancer. We can all relate to somebody because we all know somebody who died of cancer, whether it's a friend or family member. Right. It's um, um, Eating Recovery Center of Cincinnati and okay. it it's inpatient, but so it's seven days a week, 12 hours a day. Okay. Um, you eat all your meals there mm-hmm. and then, but you just don't, it's not like a hospital facility. So okay. it was a wonderful pro. Of course I was the mom who was in there with all the 20 year olds, Yes, but it actually <laughs> turned out to be one of the best scenarios because I found when the older women would come in, uh-huh. it didn't feel nearly as safe for me. Oh, interesting. I loved being there with those kids. I had the best yes. time. I, they learned to trust me. I was going to say, I, I bet you formed some lifelong relationships. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Do you still stay abs- connected with any of them? Some of them on Facebook, some of them. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Your experiences made you who you are today and you are right. successful and you are happy and you should be proud of yourself because you combated a lot already. You know, think about I, it. You know, there's, there are things that have happened in my life that I feel ashamed of. And, but I also forgive yourself. I, I have forgiven myself. <laughs> that's all you need to do. I'm not ashamed to share it because I feel like if if I can share what things you maybe I've done that I wish I hadn't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it helped. Maybe someone else can relate and, and learn something from that too. Oh yeah. Kate, you, you know, can agree with that. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. We all learn from each other. Why are we doing this podcast? Right? Exactly. Exactly. And it's having with the experiences we've had because we're in our fifties, we've had over 50 years or close to 50 years, or even some, I know some of our listeners are in their seventies and probably eighties, but I mean, we have a, a big venue of listeners and, you know, we've all been through stuff and everybody's got a different story. It's, I hate to say this word because it's, doesn't make sense, but it's almost beautiful because we can all share little snippets of our lives and the good and the bad and the ugly, but also the accomplishment and be proud right. of ourselves. So, and right. I don't know, I, that's what I hope that this podcast really ultimately, it, it kind of yields that return, if you will, um, oh, I, an yeah. ROI, <laughs> you know, right. return I on agree. investment, right? So, yeah, well, good. Oh gosh. And it's such personal stuff, but thank you for being so honest and transparent about it. And I think it's important for our listeners to know from where you came so that as you dive in, because you know, the next episode is going to get sexual. It always is. We always (laughs) got to dive deep. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing that. And, and really, I know our listeners, any of our listeners who want to send any messages to us, you can send them to our email, the sassover50 at gmail.com. I wasn't reading them, but I am now we're starting back up. So (laughs) it's time to read 
Yes, yeah. I think we all kind of needed a reboot during COVID. Yeah. yeah. And no, just so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And and Kate, you feel, do you have any questions for Danny before we kind of, um, you know, conclude this first uh, return episode, if you will? Well, I said a question, but I just want to say, you know, welcome, Danny. And I'm glad you're joining Thank us and doing this. And I will never forget meeting you for the first time. And well, I what remember, happened? well, I met her and I was thinking at the end of it, you know, I was like, wow, I, this is a phenomenal woman. I wish she lived in my town, you know, I wish I could hang out with her. That's so sweet. You know? And I was like, oh, I had such a fun time with her, you know, and I told Cece this and I was like, I love her. She's so great. She's like, I, I remember know, thinking the same. Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so awesome. Yeah. Well, the funny yeah. thing is all three of us, you know, we're doing this, of course, via Zoom, but, um, you know, we're in different cities, but I most definitely think that we, the three of us need to get together in person and have a, a sure. really good time, a good night out. Yes. So thank you listeners. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Reach out sassover50 at gmail.com. Sassover50. Follow us on Instagram. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.